0: We're going to take our Bibles today. I need you to turn to three different passages. Can you do that this morning? Now, I know you say, Pastor, where are our notes at? You have no notes this morning. And uh, three different passages. There's really only two pictures I'm going to put up on the screen in a few minutes, but that's it this morning. Next Sunday, I'm excited. We go back to the book of Mark. We got probably by the end of the year, we'll get through Mark, but we're going back right from where we left off. Does anybody remember the last thing we talked about in the book of Mark? Anybody? Or the last verse we got to? What? What chapter we were on? Okay, it comes after 9. Chapter 10! Someone said it! Good job! Alright! Man, I know that's what happens when you... If I were to ask why I preached last week, I'm going to be even more disheartened, so we're not going to even go there this morning. But we will be alright, and we're going to dive in this morning. We're going to look at Luke chapter number 11 to begin with. And so you're in at Luke 11, 2 Corinthians 11, and Galatians 6. Now I know that's a lot of work there this morning, and it's the beginning of the year. but um, So Luke 11, 2 Corinthians 11, Galatians 5. Now, I'm going to pass this around one more time. If you didn't get this last week, I mentioned how we're starting. We're going to read the Bible through in a year together, and some of us are going to go three years. The three year plan is going to take a while to do. Those who responded and wanted to do it, I already sent you a text to get you started. But if you didn't and you're still interested, there's either um, one chapter a day through the Bible in a year, or there is get through in about three years. The three year plan is going to be fun. It's going to be challenging, it takes some work, but if you get that and want to be a part of that, write down your name on there. If you didn't, if you say, the, the list is blank, if you already signed it, you don't have to sign it again, you're in good shape. No need to worry there. And so that's good. Luke 11, we're going to start reading in verse number one. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. As in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive every one that is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And he said unto them, We shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight and say, Friend, The word importunity means like m- begging, much begging. Be like your kids really want something from you and they bug you and bug you and bug you till they get a response from you. You know, the other day we're in the car driving and David's in the very back of the van. Mom, 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 mom. And when did he quit saying mom? When she answered. Was he going to stop till she th- answered? No. And that's because that's the same thought here. Because this man kept bugging, he got a response. And so look at what it says in verse number 9. It says, And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, It shall be open. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give for a fish, give him a serpent? Or if he ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Father, we need your help this morning. I thank you this day. I pray you bless the time that we have. I pray that you'd help this passage that we're going to read today that we just read. Help us be able to apply it and the truth behind it. We love you. We need you this morning. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The message this morning is going to be more of a personal testimony type. If you notice, but you can't see up here, I have a Bible open and that's it. I have no notes this morning. There are no notes at all. You're like, you just didn't prepare. You were too busy with the new year and everything else. That is not true. This message has been in preparation for a very long time. And it's one of those sermons that you really don't like to preach. And you say, well, is there a, why would there be a sermon that you don't like to preach? Because there are some personal illustrations used in this sermon today. That, And I want to make sure you understand a few things as we look at the Scripture today. As I talk and as I give the message this morning most of you here already know my heart and you know me well enough to know I'm not up here to brag on myself today I'm going to talk about some of my weaknesses and what God did through those weaknesses it reminds me and I was debating for a while if I should preach this message or not but then I was reading if you go with me to 2nd Corinthians 2nd Corinthians and I know wow pastor this is a service we're using a lot of Bible today yeah isn't that good and uh, normally it's up on the screen or on your papers for you, but you got to stretch those fingers every once in a while. A little exercise this morning, biblical exercise. 2 Corinthians chapter number 11. And Paul says this down in verse number 29. Who is weak, and I am not weak? Who is offended, and I burn not? If I must needs glory... I will glory of the things which concern my infirmities. A lot of times in life we like to glory about what we're good at, not the things we struggle in. And Paul in this passage says that word infirmity is another word for weakness. I glory in my weaknesses. My weaknesses make it so that Christ can work. And if I'm going to glory on anything in my life, I'm going to look at the areas that I'm weak in and glory in what God has done in those areas. That's what Paul is saying in this passage here. A couple other thoughts, little disclaimers before I jump into the message here this morning. Next disclaimer is, what I say about myself and my thoughts and my tendencies refers to me. It does not refer to anyone else. No one else, not all two people are the same. People struggle with things differently than other people struggle with it. So, In all reality this morning, let me give you an example I'm going to talk about how in the past two years The Lord really helped me lose 120 pounds That's what I'm going to talk about this morning But that doesn't mean So for me, my big thing was a lack of self-control So make sure you understand something this morning That doesn't mean that anyone who's overweight Has a lack of self-control What I am saying is Brian had that problem people have health problems. There are all sorts of different things. I'm not saying this. I'm talking about me today. I'm going to talk about how you can have the Holy Spirit help you in the areas you need help in. So don't look at these words and say, well, pastor's saying everyone one light, and that's not what I'm saying. There's no two people in this room that are alike, and thank God we don't have more than one of all of us in this room. Could you imagine what it'd be like having more than one gene in this church? We can be one. Imagine if there was two of her walking around It just couldn't happen we even got these two that are twins But they're so different it's ridiculous When people hear they're twins they have a hard time they're, No they're not twins But they are, they are born on the same day Only a few minutes apart And so I, I'll drop that there Yesterday morning As I was finishing getting things thought For the message today You know how Facebook does memories for you? there's a memory that popped up on my Facebook do you want to put that up there for me so you probably can't read it too close do you see that bottle of Dr. Pepper right there so this was January 1st 2013 so this was my post this is what it said goodbye my friend diet starts tomorrow and you're in the way of me losing weight goal 60 pounds then look at this disclaimer Unless it's not God's will. What a chump. That's a chump right there. That's quite a statement right there. And I remember January 1st, I finished my that bottle of Dr. Pepper there, and I said, I am done. At that time, I weighed 307 pounds at that time. So the goal was to get down to 247. That was right. That's 60 pounds, yes. In one month's time, I lost 24 pounds. Did not drink one drink of soda. But do you know what happened? What comes the beginning of February every year? Not Valentine's Day. That's a good one. I, that's my second. Th- ladies, thing. of Valentine's Day. The Super Bowl happens. That's what happens first, then Valentine's Day. And you know, most people on the Super Bowl, they drink bad things. But I thought, I will have one Dr. Pepper, and then I'll go back to my diet. From February 4th, 2013. Until January 8, 2020, I drank it and drank it and drank it. It was one of those things that I had a hard time controlling. It just was hard. What can I say? It's where I struggled. The beginning of 2020, God really, at the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020, God really convicted my heart of the need to get control of my weight these were the words that rang over my head how can you lead a church and tell them that they need to submit to the Holy Spirit and submit to God and then you not submit in this area I stuck my tongue out at God I told God something very similar to what I'm going to tell you right now I said I lack the self control that's my issue if I'm going to do this I need self control and I bugged him 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 the passage we read a few minutes ago here in Luke chapter number 11 some people will take it as well you bug God long enough for anything he'll give you anything you want that's not true you look at the last verse of what we read in Luke 11 and it says if you look there it says if ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him this passage is not about you getting everything you want in life by begging God for it I don't know if you realize that doesn't work It doesn't work God I want a new car I need a new car You keep bugging him That's not what this passage is talking about This passage is talking The disciples ask the Lord How to teach them to pray And God tells them and Jesus tells them This is how you pray Then he goes into the example And he says if a man has a friend Coming at midnight And you know in that custom in that area If you had a friend come to your house Whenever it was you had to feed them you know, and there are people still like that today. Some people, you go to their house, they insist. They bring out their kitchen sink for you almost with all the food they try to give you. Or they'll try to give you something to drink, whatever the case may be. They try to accommodate you when you come. This man had a friend coming at midnight. Now, in Bible days, they, don't, they didn't have two-story houses with separate bedrooms where all the kids were in their rooms and all these different things happened. They're all basically sleeping in a corner together. And when you get your little kids asleep, and some of you that have kids now, you know what I'm talking about. Those of you who had kids, you might have forgotten this a little bit. But when the little monster goes to sleep, you don't wake the little monster because the little monster will stay up all night. You say, well, Who's the little monster you're talking about? Matthew's who I'm talking about. My little one. My monster. Literally, when he goes to sleep, if anybody's too loud and wakes him up, I want to wring their necks. Because he has to, if he wakes up, he'll be, and that's the rule. I tell him, you wake him up, you're staying up with him. I'm not doing it. So this man's in bed, ready to go to, or he's asleep, and he gets a knock on the door. His friend, hey, the markets are closed. Yeah, our market's closed too by that time. It's midnight. Hey, I need some food for my friend. Hey, I'm in bed. We're all in bed. I can't help you now. Maybe tomorrow. The man keeps bugging. The man keeps bugging. The man keeps insisting. And finally the man gets up, gives the man the bread because he kept bugging him till he got up and gave him what he needed. Then Jesus takes it a step further in this parable here. And he says, so any of you that are a dad came up to you or a child came up to you and said, hey, I'm hungry. Could you get me a sandwich? You being a dad and having care for children, would you give them a serpent? Here, kid, eat this. No, you would probably try to get them a sandwich or get them something to eat. Or actually, men probably wouldn't make the sandwich. You'd go to Del Taco and get them a taco or a cheeseburger or a McDonald's or something, right? And then, well, if your kid asks you for an egg, are you going to give them an egg or are you going to give them a scorpion? I don't think any of you would give your kid a scorpion. You would, you would try to help them out. So the Bible says if you being evil like we are would take care of those kids, how much more will God give you the Holy Spirit to help you in your life? I want you to go with me to Galatians chapter number 5 and I'm going somewhere this morning. We'll be there in just a minute with my thoughts, but Galatians chapter number 5. verse 22 the bible tells us here but the fruit of the spirit so these are the byproducts the blessings of the spirit right these should be manifested in the life of god's people am i wrong on that statement i don't think so but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering gentleness Goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And look at the next verse. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. As we look at these verses here You'll notice that one of the fruits of the Spirit Is this word temperance Does anybody know what the word temperance means? Self-control So, the beginning of 2020 Brian has a dilemma in his life The dilemma is this I feel God wanting me to lose weight But I have a problem. What is Brian's problem? I've already told you all. What is it? Self-control, Dr. Pepper. It wasn't just that. Let's be honest about a few other things. Self-control. When I would have a long day at work here at church, and one of you would aggravate me or put some pressure on me, what would I do? No, I'd go to the store and get a get some ice cream and have a big bowl of ice cream to soak my sorrows in doesn't Does't a big bowl of ice cream just help if you need? It helps at times. If I was out and about and I was a little hungry, what would I eat? Fast food, right? I was Carls Jr. for a while, but their prices got ridiculous. I can't believe how expensive it is to eat at Carls Jr. But anyways. So I would sub it for other things. This was the problem. If Brian felt like Brian needed it, Brian would have it. Did I ever go over, completely, I did not go overboard on things. But there was enough there. Brian's problem in his life was self-control in this area. So you say, what do you do? I took the passage that we read a few minutes ago in Luke. And it says, if you... You, because of your importunity, if you ask God for help, he will help you and give you what you need. So what was Brian's prayer for several weeks before I started? I need self-control. Give me self-control. In all reality, let me be honest with you, I would say I probably said that prayer to the Lord at least 100 times a day from January 1st till January 8th when I started. I needed the discipline and self-control to exercise every day. Because there are days that you don't feel like exercising. I needed the discipline when the Super Bowl would come around again and I wanted that Dr. Pepper. I needed discipline, self-discipline. Self control in my life. And I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. Now, let me give you this, and you might not believe me this morning. It has been easy to lose 120 pounds, it has not been hard. Because the Lord did it, not me. Now, this morning you might say, Well, I don't need to lose weight. I'm Caitlin Lopez. I'm as skinny as a stick to begin with. And she eats more food than I do. But anyways, we'll leave that one alone. Apply it to other areas in your life. Maybe you can't find peace in your life. Is one of the fruits of the Spirit peace? Yes, it is. Maybe you don't have enough love in your life or joy. Is that one of the fruits of the Spirit? So you can apply this not just to losing weight or whatever the case was my weakness in my life what i'm telling you this morning is what's your weakness where are you falling short what area do you need god to step in and say hey god I need your help to do better here as we start 2022 and as we dive into this new year what area in your life do you just need god to step in and say hey god i need your help in this area help me Help me and keep bugging him till he does something in that area. That's what the scripture's talking about here. I mentioned January 8th, I started my diet. It's going to be two years in just a few days. The first day I went out to exercise, I told myself, Brian, you're going to run a mile and then you'll walk a few miles. I ran one-tenth of a mile, and I was so dead, I stopped there and sat down till I could move again. That was not one mile. That wasn't even close to a mile. And if I'm being honest, it was only seven-tenths. It wasn't even the full tenth of a mile. It was like .7, uh, .07 of a mile. It's like nothing. I barely got anywhere. And I was so frustrated with it. God, I need your help. Get me through this. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. So I started walking instead. I walked a mile and a half in 50 minutes. That is absolutely terrible. I think some of you old people in here today, Gene. I think you might be able to walk a mile and a half with your walker in 50 minutes if you could go that far. If you could go that far, you probably could do it in 50. 50 minutes is a long time. We'll put it this way I ran five miles yesterday in 49 minutes, and I walked a mile and a half in 50 minutes on January 8th. We all know what happened in 2020. Of all the times for a pandemic to happen, and to be stuck at home the first two months of my diet what I did was the kids in Caroline would be eating at home and I would go walk during that time so I didn't have to smell the food and I would just eat very little but then they're home constantly eating and snacking kids snack all the time and I prayed and prayed for God to help me I didn't realize till a little bit after that and this is, and I'm giving you the background of it but after covid hit life got crazy as a pastor you didn't know do you keep the church open do you close things down do what do you do with everything they don't teach you there's no pandemic 101 in bible college they don't teach you anything on that nobody was prepared for it but it was a very stressful time in my life and what did i used to do when i would get stressed So what happened when life got stressful, I didn't eat, but I was the biggest grump and very upset. I remember Caroline coming in the room one day, she's like, what's wrong with you? I just remember giving her a look, and she's like, you need to talk, what's going on? And my anxiety was bad, but one of the ways I would help my anxiety was by drink, you know, some people they drink their alcohol to get them calm just give me that bottle of Dr. Pepper right there and I'd be just fine give me a bowl of ice cream, give me a western bacon cheeseburger I'd be fine, no big deal so what did I have to do I had to go back in my prayer closet God it says peace I need peace you're teaching me self control you're helping me in this area but now i've got other issues because of the original issue i need peace and i begged and pleaded and begged and pleaded begged and pleaded and over the case of about 4 months i finally got some peace and i kept right along exercising and losing weight The gist of what I'm telling you this morning is that each one of us in this room, we have weaknesses. And for all the successes I'm talking about at this moment, there's many more failures I could give you. But in all reality, there hasn't been much failure in this area since it started on January 8th of 2020. Not because Brian is anything special. Not because Brian does anything special. But because God stepped in for me. The Bible gives us this statement says greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Hey, greater than any temptation you might have, greater than any weakness you have, greater than anything else going on in your life is the fact that you have the Holy Spirit of God living inside of you. And if you want his help, you ask him for his help, guess what church? He will help you. Put up this the last picture for me. That was December. Far left was December of 2019. The middle one was December of 2020. And the one on the far right is a few weeks ago. The one thing that sticks out to me in the picture, I don't know what you're looking at, but that Caroline's still on her tippy toes in each picture. She has not gotten any taller in the past three years. But you look, who's that guy? We had a lady come to church a few weeks ago, and she came up after the service. She's like, it's been three years since I've been at your church. You sound kind of like the guy that used to be here. But you look nothing like him. I said, it's me. And she had a ten-minute she argued with me, if that was me. And I said, yes, that's me. What's the difference? Did Brian do something special? No. I asked God to. And God did. And the testimony this morning is, whatever area in your life you're struggling in, God can help you Now I'm putting myself On blast by putting this up here and giving this Message today because let's be honest If Brian goes back The other direction and you see me Downing the Dr. Pepper you're Like what happened Did the Holy Spirit stop working No Brian Messed it up So We look at this How have I gotten to where I am today It wasn't me You ask Caroline, you can ask her, and she's not here in this service, but she said the thing that shocks her more than anything in the past two years. She's like, I knew you had discipline in you, but I'm shocked the self-discipline you have. And let me help you out. I don't have self-discipline. Brian does not have self-discipline. The Holy Spirit does. And the Holy Spirit changed my life To get me to where I am today. Not me. Him. What area are you struggling in your life today? Maybe you struggle with joy. I just don't have joy. Let me encourage you today to bug God. Knock on his door and keep knocking and keep knocking and keep knocking till he answers. Because he will. And if you want joy, it is a fruit of the Spirit. He will give you joy. Say, Pastor, I just need patience with people, some long-suffering. He'll give that to you, too. Who knows what he's got to teach you to get you to that point? But this morning, this testimony is not to brag and say, Brian did great. And, you know, sometimes I'll post on Facebook and people go, Brian did such great thing. I didn't do anything. That's the problem. Every time I tried to do it in my own power, I never got very far. But literally, I'll tell you the, the honest truth. Caroline will still drink Dr. Pepper. I want her to. They sh- and sometimes we'll go to a restaurant. She'll order Dr. Pepper. And guess what I do? I take one drink. I push it away. Say... Couldn't do that seven or eight years ago. The one drink at, and I remember we had the Super Bowl party here, and someone, Pastor, I brought you Dr. Pepper. I'm like, you're so wonderful, thank you. And I drank one, and that one turned into two, which totally flipped it all around again. What's the difference now? Same guy. You know, you, can't, you really can't teach an old dog too many new tricks. The things you struggle with now are going to be things you struggle with your whole life. It's just how you are made it's your struggles but how do you get from there to there in my life the Lord did it because that passage says that if you bug God enough he will help you now you can bug him all day long for a nice car let's see if you get your car over time but he will give you the Holy Spirit What areas are you weak in today that you need to ask the Lord to help you get better in? There's a whole list of things that we should be doing. The fruits, the byproducts of being a Christian, right? What areas do you need that in? I'm a living testimony this morning that what this passage in Luke 11 talks about, it's true. I have people often, it had to be so hard I'm telling you, it hasn't been hard. I didn't have to do it. The Lord did it. And you say, that doesn't make no... You had to be the one not to eat it. You had to be the one not to drink it. You had to be the one to exercise even when you don't feel like it. The Lord will work in your life if you let Him. This is the problem. And I'm closing with this. We, too comfortable and we like where we're at and sometimes I hear people and you know I've realized this over many years of pastoring if people don't want to change and get help they're not going to they have to want it till you want it you will not change and get better and I also you know for me let me just be honest here I didn't feel really conviction from God about losing weight till two years ago. There was no conviction in 2013. 2013, I just was going to stop Dr. Pepper and see what happened. It is what it is. But if the Lord convicts you of something, you need to respond to his conviction. And when he convicts you, you need to respond to that conviction and do what's right. But if he wants you to do something, he will help you do it. He will get you where you need to be. Think about that verse, my life verse, about pastoring too. Faithful is he that calls you who also will do it. If God convicts you and wants you to do something in your life, he will help you do it. This is living testimony to the fact that God can help anyone do anything. That God could take a guy with a lack of self-control and give him control. The Lord's doing So as we start 2022... What areas in your life need to change? What have you been lacking that you need the Holy Spirit to make up in your life? I would encourage you, we could have a great year in 2022 if God's people would seek Him and get the Holy Spirit's power in your life. We are missing, this is what we have today in Christianity, a lot of powerless Christians. When you have the greatest power source living inside of you, you realize today, those that are saved, which is a majority of those in this room today, you have the Spirit of God living inside of you. There is no greater thing in all the world than who lives inside of you. He can help you do what you need to do. May you say, Pastor, I'm just always grumpy. I'm never nice. He can help you be nice. I don't think... He can help you be nice, Grouch. He can do it. We look at that verse. We look at our text in Luke 11. If ye, them being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Heavenly Father give The Holy Spirit to them that ask him. This was written to the disciples, is who Jesus was talking to. The disciples were saved. They had the Holy Spirit inside of them. So you say, well, I'm saved. The Holy Spirit's in there. He's in there, okay? You cannot get rid of him. When you're saved and the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, he is there. He's dwelling inside of you. But just like every single day, there's a battle that takes place inside you and me that battles between the old man and the new man. The new man wants to only do the things that God would have him do because you're saved. That's the new man that was created in Christ Jesus. But that old man wants to do the opposite. And so each and every day we struggle with what we should do depending on who we listen to. And I'll tell you this, in your life you might feel at times, well, it feels like my flesh is so strong. Your flesh is strong today because you are feeding that flesh and you're laying that flesh, oh, my flesh doesn't feel like this, so I won't do this. You do what you feel like doing instead of letting the Spirit of God lead you and guide you in your life. You see, you have the greatest power source inside of you. And it's not you. It has nothing to do with you. It has to do with who came inside when you got saved. And he is more than able and capable to help you today. What areas are you lacking in? Now, for the spiritual successes in a couple areas in my life the past couple years, there are other areas that I struggle in. And there are times that, God, I need this. I need your help here. Holy Spirit, help me. I don't want to do those things. You can do the same thing. I sincerely believe that Luke 11 is truth in God's Word. And it's been put to the test in my life. And it's worked. You can go on Facebook, you can go online, turn on the television. Want to lose weight in 14 days? Or we'll pay you to lose weight. Or we got this new program. I remember a few years ago, someone sent me, and maybe some of you use this, and if you do, that's fine, but... um, is it plexus or something? There's like this, drink this pink drink and you're going to lose weight. The pink drink tasted terrible, and I did not lose any weight drinking this pink drink. Or, you know, do this, uh, do this, my, I remember years ago, my brother and some people I knew, they did the Atkins diet. It's not as popular now as it used to be. But people ask me now, what diet did you do? What's your diet? This is the diet. Are you ready? whole lot of prayer and self-control that's it if you, a month or two ago someone this guy at the police department he's like what do you eat how did you lose weight he said, i ate about 1200 calories a day it's like how'd your body not starve itself on that i don't know it's like do you know anything about nutrition no do you start eating a lot of vegetables no you think that's going to change You'll think, oh, did your taste buds change? No, they haven't changed. Candy, Dr. Pepper still tastes just fine. And some of you out there, you lie to me too, okay? People told me, oh, you drink, start drinking diet soda and you, then you'll not want regular anymore because diet, it, uh, the regular will be too sweet. That's, that's a lie. Just, that's a straight lie. I drink, a, I drink some diet now. Not a ton, but I do drink some. But I'll tell you this. Give me a diet Dr. Pepper, cream soda, or give me a regular Dr. Pepper, I'll drink three regular Dr. Pepper any day of the week. It's not too sweet. It is just right. Just what the doctor ordered, as they would say. What was your weight loss plan? I was going to exercise and have self-control. It's quite an exercise plan. Quite a weight loss plan. All it came down to was I yielded myself to the Lord and I let him work. That's it. If it goes sour and backwards on me, I still saved all my other clothes because it could. It's not going to be because the Holy Spirit led me wrong. It's going to be because Brian quit listening to the Lord and did things his way. I said it earlier and I'll say it one last time. This is me. This is not anyone else and how their life is. You cannot look at someone, and I want to make sure you you understand me, don't look at anyone and judge them based on their size or based on their addiction or struggle in their life and say you could do it just like, no, because everyone's different. I told you my weakness. Brian's weakness was self-control. Brian's weakness in life is anxiety. I get a lot of anxiety at times. And one of the things I would do is I would eat to remove some of the anxiety in my life. That's one of the ways to do it. Does it remove the anxiety? It does not. It's still there. But it's sure that ice cream just made you feel just a little bit better for a little bit of time. And some of you might say, well, ice cream. No, but then you have something else that you like. Me, it was ice. You know, some people, they turn to the alcohol on things and drugs. Me? Dr. Pepper and cake or ice cream. I'm good. That's how it was but let me tell you this as well being addicted to sugar and being addicted to drugs is really not that much different at the end of the day i can't say i've been a drug addict in my life but i almost could because i had a hard time not drinking Dr Pepper and eating a lot of sugar they might be way different but there's the same principle behind them. And if you need help today, God will help you. I would encourage you as we lead into this new year that whatever your struggle may be, and you know what your struggles are. The Holy, Spirit's le- the Holy Spirit lets us know. He will help you conquer those. And it doesn't have to be hard. I know some of you still, Pastor, there's no way it wasn't hard to lose all this weight and exercise every day. Now, let me just, let's be honest here for a second. Did you know that once I learned how to run and get my breathing right, every day when I run, later on this afternoon I will run. It's Sunday. I might take a little rest and only do four miles and stuff, five, or I'll do five. It just depends. Every day I start running, the first one mile, my head is telling me, Brian, you're tired. Just walk today. Just stop. Just calm down. You'll be fine. My body doesn't want to do it. But when you get past when you do you realize when you get your breathing right, your body could run a very long time. You might slow down a little bit, but you could run and run and run and run and run and run and run. A lot of times it's mental over physical. Which at the end of the day, all the battles we face are very spiritual. And And the mental side of it, it's there. But when you let the Spirit of God step in and help you in those areas, the mental becomes a lot easier to get past. I'm not an expert on how all this stuff works. I just know this, that if you beg God for help on the right things, He will help you. And the reason why I am where I am today is not because Brian is some super athlete or this is the special specimen of person. No. I finally let God work. And I moved out of the way. We need more of God in 2022 and less of us. We need more Holy Spirit in 2022 and less of us. When you let the Lord work, it's amazing what he can do. So let me just encourage you today. What areas are you struggling in that you need to start begging God to help you with? If you mean it, and you're ready for it, He will help you. I guarantee you that. And you could have a completely new year. Things could change in your life if you would just let the Lord work and beg Him and beg Him and beg Him for His help. Father, I love you.